Have you ever wondered why some young people choose to end their lives? Ever wondered who they are and who they left behind? Have you ever wanted to hear their stories? Would you like answers to these questions and many more? Welcome to Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu. Her mission is to shine light on these young people, create awareness for, and educate the world on youth suicide. Opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Dr. Lulu and her guests. They are not a substitute for professional advice. If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK or send a text to www.crisistextline.org. Now, here's Dr. Lulu. Hello and welcome back to Dr. Lulu's YouTube TV. We're still trying to figure out what the name is. So we're playing around with some names. I was going to go with Suicide Pages. I was going to go with Dr. Lulu's Trauma TV. I don't know. But for now, we're going to just go with Dr. Lulu's YouTube TV show. But <laughs> the most important thing is my guests and what we're going to talk about. But before we dive into the main topic, we're going to talk about this event that I had over the weekend that no one has stopped talking about. So welcome to my space, Dr. Anne. I'm going to let her say her last name by herself because I'm very, very respectful about people's names and saying them correctly. So, but Dr. Anne is my brand new friend, my brand new BFF. What's up, <laughs> Dr. Anne? What's going down? Dr. Lulu, hey, it is Dr. Anne in the house. In the building. And- in the building, honey. I, it's right, gal. You got it. And my I dog, my dog Bella might make an appearance with I, us. You know, she... I met your dog. I met your dog Bella. My <laughs> yes, dog you Lulu did. might also show up, but you know what? Well, let's, well, let's just keep we it like going. We like that. We like that. So, so I, I am Dr. Ann Contrucci. So, Contrucci. Uh, yep, I'm Italian and um, I am a pediatrician, been a board certified, certified pediatrician for almost 25 years. So I am an old pediatrician. But, um, Anyway, my Dr. Lulu and I, I'm so excited that we met. We met online. We have both got this passion for mental health, for kids and teens' mental health. And my biggest thing about it is, number one, your brain is an organ too. Guess what? Your brain is an organ like your lungs are and like your heart is and all that stuff. So mental health is something we need to be talking about. We need to be discussing and we need to get it out of the shadows. Just okay? get it out. Just talk about it already. Exactly. And someone actually posted on my page after the event. No, after one of my write-ups, she said, you can't heal what you can't speak out. Oh so my if gosh. you can't talk about it, you can't heal it. So let's That's go. That's right. But before That's we right. go into that, so Dr. Yes. Anne, real quick. Yes. You want to do a quick synopsis, just a brief synopsis of the event that we had over the weekend. How did you come about it? And how did you find it? And how was it? Okay, so like I've got goosebumps right now just thinking about it. So this event, anybody that didn't get to do it, I hate it because it was awesome. It was a five-hour just coming together of like-minded parents, educators, counselors, pediatricians, 
uh, OBGYN, communication experts. It was, it was awesome. And I want to just, I found out about it because I met Dr. Lulu recently and we started chatting and she said- At the nick of time. I know, right? Exactly. And and I love you for the fact that you didn't hesitate. No. Whatever your why is, you know, what I say is your tribe will find you because you did not hesitate. It clicked right away. You were like, boom, I'm coming. Oh, absolutely. I'm having a taste of what she's cooking. Exactly. And, and I, I had a couple of fold reason for that, right? Number one, I I love the topic. It's my passion. I want to hear what my colleagues are saying about mental health, et cetera. I felt like we connected like instantly, Instantly, like we've known each other forever. Like you said, new BFFs. And frankly, because I am here to support other doctors that want to do the same thing that I want to do for kids and teens. And, 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 and as a parent too, even though my kids are 21 years old, I got so many, um, just nuggets and pearls from it. Um, you know, I gotta say, and, and, you know, Dr. Lulu charged for it and what she charged isn't even what it was worth. I mean, like she could have charged easily five, 10 times more for that. And you know, so if you're wondering what the event is, yes, Dr. Lulu's parenting during and after quarantine that was it it wasn't like anything fancy schmancy mm-hmm. but we had the right parents who wanted to just just talk about parents and talk about their inadequacies and their vulnerabilities and their failures because you can't get that win without a bunch of fails so you exactly. know I, i'm just thankful that folks came they showed up and showed out but mm-hmm. as far as you go on a personal level do you think it was it was fulfilling for you dr ann Oh, it absolutely was. In fact, it was five hours. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, it's five hours of my Sunday. That's my whole Sunday. Um, But I I never even looked at the clock. In fact, I mean, I never even looked at the clock. And and when it was so funny at the end, pretty much nobody wanted to go. Like, I think we stayed Nobody wanted to leave. No, we stayed like another 20, almost 30 minutes. So I thought that was amazing. These were mostly all strangers. We came together. We were all strangers. We were strangers. And when we we I had to kick you guys out. I know, you did. I got to go see my kids. (laughs) That's exactly what you said. And it was hilarious. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's supper time, you know? And um, no, I think the, the, one of the biggest things that I took away from it, not just the pearls from all six of the speakers um, and the way everybody flowed and complimented each other. um, But I think it was the fact that we started as strangers, but literally everybody in that summit opened up, had vulnerabilities. Um, at the end, I thought the way you closed it out with that meditation where we were thinking about our nine-year-old selves. How was that though? Girl, oh, give me a high five. I mean, Dude. right there, double, Ooh. double. <laughs> Let me tell you a true story. I went in a trance. Yeah. I told my wife that when I did the debriefing with her, I said, I swear to God, I went in a trance. I, 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 levitated. I went to a different, I was, the words were coming out of my mouth. But they were just coming. Like it was. You could see it on not, your face. I had I never see it done. On your face. Well, there you go. I couldn't see my own face. I no, had never I done could a, see a, it. A, mm-hmm. a guided and the, the most I've done was 10 minutes with my coaching team for my writing, my book writing. But this was like, it was supposed to be 10 minutes. It was 22 minutes later. Yeah. Like, your own time. It just kept of- going. And, and you know what was, I thought beautiful about it was because everybody, when you asked everybody's experiences, if they wanted to share, everybody had a little different takeaway. You know, somebody said something about, you know, thinking about childhood uh, 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 
fun activities. You know, mine was, uh, honestly, I, I was, mine was, you know, I was, I've always been this super sensitive, you know, the too sensitive person. And my adult self in that meditation told my nine-year-old self, you know what? It's actually okay to show your feelings and to be vulnerable. So and it was think, like very was, healing. Yeah. Was it you that talked about when you moved? Yeah. Okay. From Atlanta, from, and then what from about Ohio? the guy who talked about the fact that he could, his nine-year-old self was was running all over the place and you couldn't catch him. That was so, for me, I, I was yes. like, he went. I knew right away that he went. He went, he went there. He, he went there. He did. I, it was too much. Was, and then the girl cool. said something about singing when she was nine. and she doesn't Oh, sing. yeah, that was awesome. Another lady said something about hopscotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah the hopscotch. The hopscotch was great, yeah. It was too much. I mean, really, I was so thankful. I think everything was awesome, but that meditation, y'all, oh, my God. So, anyway, we're going to stop yeah. there because Okay. You need to know that if you have, were not at that event, you need to get you missed it for the next <laughs> one because the next one is yeah. coming up. No, it's not going to be $39, baby. No. It's going to be Dr. Lulu's Dear Dad Virtual Summit. Awesome. So it's for fathers. But you know, I have moms who are dads. I used to be like that. I was a single mm -hmm. parent. So you can bring your other half if you want to. You can come if you're a mom. But it's going to focus on the fact that our men generally hide when it comes to mental illness. They hide, when it comes, they yes. hide when it comes to vulnerability. So we're going to try to scratch that, poke that pain a little bit. So mm -hmm. if you don't, if you're, if you're not ready, don't come. But if you are, <laughs> it's going to get real. It'll get real. It's going to be very real. Very raw. Yeah. Yes. Real. Love it. it Same this is what we got to do. This is we it. To, this is yeah. it. We need to yes. stop hiding in the, in, the, in the bushes. It's time to right. come out and just own it. Right. Did you, right. Did, you my, did you see my article that I wrote my post two days ago about the nine-year-old? My nine-year-old self. Yes. yes, yes, yes. You know that that's where that came from. I decided yes. to go and set her free. I was like, it's time. Uh, yeah, time it was to beautiful. let that girl go. Beautiful. Let her go and just yeah. rest in peace or whatever. And I have gotten like twelve new clients as a result of that. Wow, wow, you gotta that's be amazing. You gotta, you gotta. But you know, I think this is where, especially as physicians, when we talk about that professional line. And I think maybe we understand it because we're pediatricians and, and we're just, no offense to our adult colleagues, but could have never been an adult doctor, never wanted to be anything but a yeah, pediatrician. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I think, I think when we as pediatricians show ourselves to our families and show that side and that vulnerability, I don't believe it is crossing a professional line. It is never. Not I in believe, my book. Yeah, no, not, not in my all. book. No, and that's I why believe, I quit my job as a pediatrician to have my, as a traditional pediatrician, to have my yeah. own practice where I can cry with my teenagers who are trying exactly. to kill themselves. Exactly. It's okay. Not that I've, I've right. never had a problem because when I own my own private practice, my patients to this date, the ones that were my patients who now have kids are like, I wish you were still here. I wanted to bring my kids to you because yeah. they remember that they could connect with me. You know, so, this, this is the thing. Here. It, this is the thing, Dr. Lulu, you know, I, I had a, um, my, my practice that I opened up a solo practice in Canada and I just moved back to the U.S. just a few months ago. And I, it was, it was beautiful, my patients, and I am still in so much contact with them and, and, you know, got to know them in a relatively short time, you know, a couple of years. Oh no, and, mine was 13 years. Well, yeah. And see, and I, I, I had these babies, relationships. I grew up and brought their babies. Wow. I call myself a grand doctor. From time that's to time. Awesome. Yes. Because, yeah. I have babies that brought their babies to me. Babies and my to patients you. that brought their patients to me. Mm -hmm. But you know what? This was so, so a wonderful segue talking about doctors and patients mm -hmm. and all of that. Mm -hmm. So my main thing about this 
YouTube channel is to interview doctors to talk about this COVID-19 and how it may or may not have affected them. Yeah. In the news, you've heard about doctors taking their own lives. This is a reality. It was a problem before. It's more so a problem now because burnout.com is like the way to go. So I am trying to talk to doctors who may or may not have a platform to talk about just to keep it real as how really bad is it? How has it affected you on a personal level, a family level? And of course, professionally, why not? Because we're not talking about it. We're not allowed to be vulnerable. This is a thing right. in medicine. Right. We're not allowed to charge for how much we think we're worth. We're not allowed to do anything. It's a very tight space for doctors. You must show this game face all the time. This I got it together all the, all the time face. But, you know, it, it, it's not real. It's like, it's like social media. Half of the right. stuff there is a lie. So Facebook. where would you like to I'll say that again. Facebook. Exactly. Of Facebook. I, I like that. <laughs> love it. I love it. So Dr. Anne, we're going to start at the very beginning. Okay. COVID-19, when you heard about it, I know you're a doctor, so you know more than some people who make the law. We're going to leave them out. But how, did it, how has it affected you on a personal level? Really? You know, I think that personally, when I first heard about it, you know, everything was coming in, flying in, different sources and resources. And it's, it was such a, it was just a constant flow of information, some of which was bad information, some of which was good, ever changing, all that. So I think initially for me, it was a sense of, of, of some overwhelm. Like, what is this really? You know, you get your, your doctor mind, are, we're trained in, yeah, I'm an information gatherer. Let me gather information so I can look at the, you know, look at the forest and get into the weeds to be able to be like, okay, is this just the flu? Is it not just the flu? Where's this going? And then rapidly realizing, holy, holy crap, this is, this is some real stuff. And, and so, and, and I was, I had these, you know, funny, so that was the personal thing, right? And are my parents going to be safe? You know, my, yes. my, you know, the older folks in my family, you know, my dad's got a lot of, um, of health conditions that are prime for COVID-19, right? Um, what about, you know, um, uh, you know, are they get our family and friends going to be healthy? Um, your children, you know, my children, you know, yeah. I, I mean, mean like what, where, wherever you know, they are, are they going to get sick? I mean, exactly. People are dying of the virus, you know? And, yeah, exactly. Even though it's, oh, it's only affecting adults. And I'm like, well, I think we don't know enough about it yet. And sure enough, now look at all this stuff going on with the kids. Right. So I think personally, at first, it was very much an overwhelming feeling trying to sift through the mass of information coming at us right and left. Right. Yes. And, and then having people, you know, you have friends and family. Well, what do you think? What do you think? Is it just the flu? Is it, you know, so then you've got people and you don't want to tell them the wrong thing. Right. So, so kind of that pressure we all put on ourselves anyway, because we're all, you know, recovering perfectionists in one way or another, recovering. you know, <laughs> some of us at different stages of it. But so I think, you know, segue into that with professionally, um, you know, I had just moved back to Georgia and, um, you know, there was some issues because, you know, there was no PPE. There was no, you know, what are you going to do to protect yourself? You know, I've got family members who are immunocompromised. You know, at what point do I draw this line? I mean, I'm not going to test if I don't have PPE on. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, what good am I going to be to anybody if I don't have PPE on and I'm testing and then I get it and I spread it to my kids or my okay. parents or, Hell you know no. what I mean? Yeah. So, so I think from, and then professionally for me, 
And, and this is funny coming from, you know, I, I worked in a tertiary care pediatric ER for 17 years where we saw, you know, 100,000 kids a year, very busy, you know, tertiary care peds ER. And I had this, and this might sound a little weird, but I had this um, guilt feeling because I wasn't a frontline worker, right? I mean, and, and- I thought it was and, just me. Oh my goodness. You know, because I, have I a, had this guilt feeling. I have a different model of practice now. So I have, mm-hmm. I like, I'm not really in the, in the front lines anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt guilty, but you yeah. know, I did all my best to support them on, on social media or whatever, but I was like, yeah, but I'm just here chilling. Exactly. Exactly. And so it was like that. It's almost like that. What do they say? Like if there's a crash or a plane, you know, somebody, it's that survivor's guilt. And I did, I had this oh, yeah, guilty feeling. Guilt, yes. And I was like, what do I do? What can I do to help? Right. Cause what, what are physicians, right? What are we? We're, we are, caregivers were helpers. What do I do? What do I do to help? Right. And then the practice that I was in, um, you know, there was some, I had some, uh, family medical emergencies in the midst of all this. So I I had to leave. So professionally, you know, currently right now, I'm not working even in an office right now. And, you know, Mm. with pediatrics, you know, everything went just tanked, Mm. you know, and, um, so I think there's been a Time lot of your own practice, your own yeah, telemedicine. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm working on all this, you know, stuff because I, I had my own practice in Canada and I loved it. And I want to do it all. I want to do pediatrics and I want to do pediatric mental health on my terms. Amen. You know, that's but, what I'm but, doing, honey. Right? I love it. I this love is it. why I, I love it. I only have 17 patients. They, they do a double take. What do you mean? I said, yes, my patients are handpicked by me. There you go. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm old enough. I can. I can right. handpick. Because you have handpick in the sense that it's a particular thing that's wrong with them mm-hmm. that I want to take care of. Mm-hmm. And that is most of them are suicidal. Are suicidal. It's not everybody. Right. right. But also I have a 100% cash-based practice. I call it Netflix yeah. for your doctor. You there pay you me a monthly <laughs> fee and you get me all day, every day, however number of times you need. So it's a, it's a whole new mindset. But it works. Yes. I love it. I love it. You I, know, I, Dr. I Lulu. To do it. And I know this isn't the forum for that, but that is exactly the kind the thing that I'm thinking about. Because when I came back to the U.S. and not to get into the politics or anything of, of U.S. healthcare versus others or whatever, but I'm just not, I'm too old to be a slave to the I'm just not companies. that into it anymore. I mean, just not doing say, it. there's a book called, I'm just not that into it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be a slave to the insurance companies where they yeah. tell me what to do, where they tell me I have 15 minutes, How many minutes a behavioral, and, and a behavioral and, evaluation. Uh, not going to happen in this lifetime. I love it. You no, know? I'm not doing it. it. You know, because when we do, when I sit down and we talk about your mental health, guess what we go through? You know, like, this is the thing you got to go. You got to talk about sleep. We got to talk about your development. We got to, that doesn't take 15 minutes. It's it not oh, 15 minutes. Here's, here's a prescription. It never did. And, 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 right. and now coming to prescriptions, that's the reason why in my practice, I don't, I don't write prescriptions. No. My patients have pain. For instance, a child who is being bullied at school, mm-hmm. what dose of Prozac will fix that? Amen, oh, okay, sister. Good. That's okay, exactly right. A child who's right. been molested at home, yeah. how much of... Um, how much Zoloft going to work for okay, that? Good. So, no. I- I'm with you. I'm totally with you. So I think getting back to this COVID-19, I know we're like going off on 10. This is what we do when we talk. No. Um, I think the thing also is that personally for me, which I am translating into professionally, is truly being able to step back, take a breath, breathe, and get more mindful, being more aware, Amen. and really realizing this whole brain-body connection. All I mean, it, it, 
your brain and and what's going on in there affects mm -hmm. everything right yes. we yes. know and, that and, as and, and if they don't believe you if they don't believe you i give them this example mm -hmm. if you don't believe that mental ill mental health is a bona fide part of your physical health last time you had a toothache mm -hmm. what happened after a day of toothache your whole mentation is changed your whole way of looking at stuff is changed yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, um, yeah, because when you get, hold on, okay, because when you, when you have a headache, no one is going to tell you that, look, boy, this is, this is real. This is so bad now. Like, you need to go see a doctor. You need to go see a doctor right away. That's exactly what happens. So if you stay there, you're going to become depressed because of that toothache. You are. Right. You're going to become right. agitated. You're going to have anxiety that you might die because it's so painful. So right. they're all interconnected. Physically, they're connected. Like, what? just like if you're so anxious and worried about something you guys that, you that you can't focus, well, that doesn't mean you have ADHD. It means you have, you, your brain cannot sit still because you've got so much anxiety and worry going on. So I think that is also this COVID-19. And I, I hope, I really, my hope is that for so many people, they have been able to take a step back and really become more mind. And that's one of the things that, you yeah, know, I, I, like I like to do. I like the mindfulness angle of it. Yeah. You don't understand, you know, they toss it around. They don't mm -hmm. really know what mindfulness is. Right. That's and another it's a, it's a, I mean, they need to look it up like I did and figure right. out how to become more mindful. Because You're right. And with this COVID-19, the only people who are going to survive are those who are mentally prepared to adapt. This is not, yeah. it's not like, you know, you're rich, you're poor. You can have your black helicopter. You can't fly it anywhere. You can have your fancy home. You can't yeah. leave. You can live. You can live you can't there, but you can't leave right. there to go anywhere because. So I mean, you just have to learn how to pivot, innovate, get creative, adapt. Like I don't know what, and I, and then maybe adapt and 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 it's all about resilience. Resilience, mm -hmm. right? What is resilience? Being able to bounce back. Yes, that's how the rubber band. But even with that, but you know, even with resiliency, as beautiful as it is, and in my first book, I talk about that. How basically the ability to bounce back. Even with that, you can pull a string long, the rubber band wide enough and it will snap. Yes. So you have to still have processes in place for the possibility that you, this might be a bit too much. I have been suicidal, I know. It's not a joke. It's not because I'm weak or not. It's no. because I, my right. plate was full and overflowing. Why did I do? I had to your rubber band was like this. One. Yeah, it can snap, absolutely. There's no one that is not able to. Everybody is equal opportunity overwhelmed. Yes. Equal opportunity. Yes. So, when you get, and you know what, Dr. Lou, that's a great, that is a great, great um, uh, point because when we talk about COVID-19 and seeing these, you know, no question, I think in physicians, we're all talking about it. Mental health issues are getting more and more yeah. and we're starting to see more of them because of isolation, because of economic uncertainty, life uncertainty, all that throws you into a tizzy and an overwhelmed sort of feeling and this is where, again, you gotta be able to ask for help. I was just gonna say that you gotta be realistic. Got Two words: be. reach out. Yes, that's it. Two that's words: it. be realistic. Exactly. But you are—you have to own it. Be first of all, right. self-awareness, which is why I did the body scan. Yes, yes, body scan. scans are awesome. You know, scan awesome. your thoughts, mm -hmm. scan your body, whatever, and mm -hmm. then know where there's a kink. I have a bad right. neck, and so every now and again, I go there. I go to, to send me some love. 
Exactly. Body scan meditations are one of the best, like loving kindness kind of meditations because, and you become aware and the more you practice it. And that's one of the things like I always, this is what I've been saying and, 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 and speaking, you know, doing videos and stuff on mindfulness and for kids is it's a simple concept, but it's not easy to do. Easy. We're finishing each other's sentences. That is so true. It's simple, but it's, it's not like, easy. You know what? When I, was in, when I was in like traditional practice and all these years, I'm a big breastfeeding advocate. Breastfeeding is- I natural. knew that was a catch. <laughs> I don't know how long you breastfed your kids for. But 15 I, months, I, twins. I was just going to say, I, I bet I got you beat. The lowest, the shortest time here was 21, baby. Oh, that's awesome. 21. My eldest was 23 months. I did not want to let go. <laughs> I know. But he I, was like, I mom. Count, though. I had twins. My, he was my like, mom, twins, titties, but... titties. I was like, okay, okay, you're talking now. Okay, I think it's time. When you, I don't want you to spell titties before you, <laughs> like, right, bye. Right, exactly. Okay, well, it does, I get, I get a little bit of credit because it was twins till 15 months. So, so 30 months. Okay, I'll give you that. No, you know, I did three boys. Oh, God bless you. 21 months each, they won 23. So that's, that's amazing. Not, you know? But you know, but, I know you beautiful. probably said, I know you probably said the same thing when I'd have my little breastfeeding mamas in, first time mamas, and they're freaking out and stuff. And I'm like, listen, yes, breastfeeding is natural, but it's still something that you and baby have to, have learn, to work at. Okay. You got to work at it. You got to practice it. it and you got to learn it. Mindfulness is a learned thing. Some people, it's easier than others. My monkey mind. Me it's too. hard for me because my, my monkey mind is all over the place. I know your monkey mind is all over the place because we're always thinking, it, right? Yeah, but I claim it. I don't I, have. I take problem. it exactly. Now, you know, a exactly. long time ago, I used to say negative words to myself. I have not used the negative negative word to describe myself in months because it's part of growth. Yes, God okay, gave me the mind. Me... He was intentional about the mind that He gave me. He, did you know what, gal? I love it. I'm glad you're saying that because I'm going to share that as from a personal standpoint as a physician during COVID. What are physicians? We, you know, we, we, you know, we work hard. We care about our patients. We, you know, my, the negative self-talk that I've had because, you know, I'm not working right now. I've never mm -hmm. been without a job. Oh my gosh, I'm not on the front lines. How am I helping? How can I help? So that negative self-talk, and that's one of the things I've been talking with, on my videos about is, you know what? You've got those negative self-talk has got to be replaced because negative self-talk leads to feelings which lead to behaviors right yes so you've got to stop that and and get to the heart of it which are your core beliefs and and that's another thing that i've been really working on it and where i just feel like to help kids and teens and kids starting it from a young age right developing those kind of skills from the young age so that you don't have suicidal teenagers in your office you yeah, know and, and you yeah. know what i mean yeah. And, and so I think it's just so important to have this discussion and to just open this wide open. And I, my hope and prayer for COVID-19 is it will show that mental health is so incredibly vital. Important. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because, because I think like, in, like most people think, oh, you know, you know, what do you mean a child is trying to kill us? Right. They're just lazy. Oh, right. please. They don't really mean it or something like that but now it's like okay this is real this is real i'm struggling with it like i said two out of three of my streams of income have just dried up right. this is real for me it's and i'm taking it seriously i'm not playing with it i have to take like i have to take care of self mm -hmm. self first until mm -hmm. further notice and that's mm -hmm. it that's yep. it and even that's at right. that it's like oh goodness thank god for my savings thank god for the, the things i yeah. thought about doing 
ahead of time. Ahead of time, in case of a catastrophe. No, you're exactly right, and I feel the same way because you're you hit you hit it on the head again, right? And this is what I tell parents. You know, this is what I've been telling parents for 24 years, right? You got to take care of yourself first, and that's been a hard lesson for me. Listen, for many yeah. years, very put your mask lesson. on first.com. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, it's so true, and and you got to take care of yourself, and you got to give yourself a break and give yourself some grace. And that's the other thing I'm learning in this is, you know what? Okay, I'm not working right now, but I'm working on a lot of stuff. I'm doing I'm doing videos for kids, you know, doing stuff like that where I'm reaching out to people. Uh, people are reaching out to me, you know, just trying to support wherever I can support. But also, I think, I think it all depends on your definition of work because it's yeah, the same reason true. why stay at home moms, yeah, people think that they don't work. That's oh not true. That I mean, so it's a definition all. of work, right? That's what right. makes people say, Oh, I don't have a job. What right. is a job? That's you a know, great point. Every You're single right. day I'm here, you know, like you said, just grinding, trying to get things done mm -hmm. in the back in the back so that when the time is, is right, you'll be like, oh my God, when did you do that? Yeah, but you just see the tip of the iceberg. You don't know all the stuff that happened underneath right. the ocean. Right. No. Wow, Dr. Anne, it's been awesome. I, I knew it was yeah. going to be an awesome hour. I knew it was going to be, but then I still like, you know, you still want to kind of just, oh, let's see how is it going to be. So this is awesome. Do you have any, maybe two or three, I want to say nuggets, if that's the best term, as opposed to parting words, just, Words of advice for those that are listening, doctors, of course, because this is for this is a Doctor Chronicles version. Yep. I'm going to do about 19 of them because of COVID-19. We are numero tres, so oh. I've got 16 more to go. But I'm going to do 19 of them, and that okay. literally that idea just came to me. Love it. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Me, I'm going to do it. So, do you have any words of wisdom? So for I've got okay. Front lines? I, I am. I got two. I got a couple things. So I, I've got a couple acronyms I've come up with. Good. So one is um, when we talk about negative self-talk, here's how, here's our antidote for that. It's called trust. Talking hmm. real using sensible thoughts. I love it. Okay. So trust, trust yourself. Trust yourself to talk real. To talk real using sensible thoughts. Using sensible thoughts okay? Hallelujah. I love it. You like it. that one? My yes. second one is joy i love to say this one too especially my tweens and teens right going through and, and i know we're not talking to tweens we're talking to docs but i think docs can do this too and we well i mean their parents they're tweens that's and right teens, one and then they use okay. so trust and then joy just own you oh. meaning you know what be true to you give yourself grace nothing is perfect right now nothing has ever been perfect in the world before yeah, and right now yeah. our uncertainty so i think you got to trust you got to avoid that negative self-talk talking real using sensible thoughts Amen. and have joy just own yourself when you can and give yourself some grace i love it give yourself some it. grace i love it yeah allow yourself allow yourself to fail and i know I, we can yeah. see that as many times as we want to, there are stupid people who will just be like, I can't believe I'm a failure. And that, once yeah. you start stacking those thoughts and you start stacking those thoughts, then of course, before you know it, you go you, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, you'll be defeated by other processes. Yeah. Wow, it's been awesome. It's been real. Yeah. I love it. I, I love, love it. Thank you so much for having Nobody me. Nobody will believe that we literally just met live. I, I love it. Doing it again, gal. We got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you know, is there anything else you would like to talk about? I mean, anything else at this moment or maybe just. <sighs> 
I, I think, uh, I think that's, I think everybody just, you know, the, the be safe and take care of each other, you know, yeah, we don't hands, have to turn mask. this. And if you don't have to go anywhere, don't go anywhere. Exactly. I went, to see, I went to the doctor yesterday and I'm going to write a post. I think my next blog post, blog post is going to be about it or maybe for Kevin MD something. But I went to the doctor yesterday and I took notes. Let me tell you something. I noticed everybody's eyes for the first time in 51 yes. years. Yes. Because Isn't that cool? Because they had masks on. I love it. And, and you know, the eyes will tell you the story all day. Mm -hmm. Can't worry about that one. You, you know what? Oh my God. That, okay. That's so funny. You just said that because when I was running errands earlier today and I had to go to the garden store to get some steaks for my growing cucumber plants, which I'm uh -huh. so proud of. Um, but it was so funny because, you know, I always, you know, walking in and I don't keep my eyes down. I smile at people say, Hey, how's it going? You know, whatever. And with their masks on and, and as I'm smiling, cause you know, your eyes crinkle up and, you exactly. are, and that was exactly what I thought in the parking lot. I was like, this is so cool because you're not distracted. You can see people's eyes and what do we say? Right. What is it? They're the windows to the, the eyes are the window all day to yeah. the heart. Yeah. And to the heart too. And the and thought so processes I think the mind. Yes. Pretty cool girl. We got to so do I, I wanted to mention that you're the first one I've told that, but my, my little cheat sheet for my blog was ready. Just. I'm going to pour my heart out for that with that because I, I took notes about just other things, other things, yeah. like pictures of other things that I saw. Like, wow. This is cool. I love it. But I love it. The world so literally is not going to be the yeah. same no. ever no. again. And let's hope it's, it's for the better. You know? Well, I think it is. I think, you know, you have to just look for silver linings. For me, I, I refuse to feel like it's not, it's not going to be for the better. I because agree. why think about the, the why? Why do I want to focus on the fact that it's not going to be for the better? Why? Right. What use is that going to be? I'm right. telling you, I've had to do a lot of mindset work to help me. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you something. I didn't, I didn't say this on Sunday, but one day I was going to do my marketing. I usually do my marketing on Wednesdays. I go to doctor's offices. I haven't done that recently because I'm not right. going. But right. one day I was like, I had gone to numerous doctor's offices and I, was, I thought I was doing good. And I finally got to this office. I told the front lady what, who I am and what I'm here to talk about to the doctors about my practice. She was like, oh, I think you need to see the doctor. Oh, my God, you need to. Oh, my goodness, we have a lot of patients that we can send to you. I said, okay, that's great. So she went to go get the office manager. I was like, where's your restroom? She showed me the restroom. I had my high heels on. I was looking fly. So I walk into the restroom. I walk straight to the mirror, and I winked, and I said, you're killing it, girl. I mean, that's, it just came out. And that kept go. me going for like a month. Telling myself, girl, you're killing it. You know, it's like, it's, what? It's true. It's true. You got to find the silver. I got to be my own self cheerleader. You do. Because if you don't do it, nobody else Who's going to do it? You got to shine that light. It's like, you know, let your light, light shine, right? You got to get it out there. And, and, and I think my, my last, my parting or whatever, not parting comment, but another comment mm -hmm. is, you know, I, 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 I truly believe and, and really hope that this will take mental health to a different playing field that's just fair you know maybe uh, that's what mother earth wanted maybe it is what mother earth wanted you know funny isn't it how sometimes yeah there's not a lot of things we can control yeah this one we can't no we can't so we, we can, can only so, respond so we exactly. do the things that we can control i.e yeah. see each other that's see right each other yeah. for who we really are. see each other i love mm -hmm. it with the ma the massing and I, I think it's amazing because that's exact. I was literally walking through the parking lot thinking very similar to what you just said yeah. that, wow, I can see people's eyes. I like can see their really, eyes. I can see their eyes. I mean, it was so amazing. I mean, yeah. some folks are going to be standoffish regardless, but sure. I can see their eyes. Sure. That's right. <laughs>
exactly. All right, my dear. This was so All cool. right. I'm going to try to upload it today so I can get okay. make room in my, on my cloud. But awesome. thank you so much for coming yeah. and sharing some of your nuggets. It was awesome. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it so much. We will do it again. And when I get my podcast up and going, you will be one of the first. <laughs> I'm so happy you said when, you see? That's yep. our positive mindset right there. There you go. Okay. Exactly. okay. So All ladies right. and gentlemen, this is Dr. Lulu, a.k.a. the Momatrician. I brought you guys Dr. Anne, a colleague of mine, Energize the Bunny, just like me. Love <laughs> it. Y'all stay positive. You know, we've only got one life to live. You may as well live it to the fullest. Be kind to each other. Be kind to yourself. Be vulnerable. If you're, if you're given a chance, choose vulnerability. If you're given a chance, choose vulnerable freaking ability, okay? And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Cheers.